Hey guys, good morning. It's Chris, and thank you so much for listening to Creatively Speaking. So one thing I want to talk about today is uh, something that is really important, especially if you have an online presence, and that is SEO. Now, as far as SEO, for those of you that know, you know what that stands for. For those that do not know, it is for search engine optimization, which basically means, quite frankly, your visibility on the web. Now, the key thing I got to tell you as we head into 2020, and that is do your homework. What SEO was and what SEO is and what SEO will be is changing at really a rapid pace. So you need to do a lot of homework and act on your site, quite frankly, immediately. Um, Primarily what you're trying to do is trying to gain more of an organic type of reach Organic mean, meaning that you're not, uh, you know, kind of swaying away from uh, pay-per-click ads, you know, from Google or Facebook or, you know, Yahoo, uh, not Yahoo, but Yelp or whatever else is out there because there's quite a few. And trying to, uh, you know, extend your reach on the, on the uh, web by just doing it organically and free. But keep one thing, in, you know, uh, in mind, and that is that, this type of stuff takes time. It's not you're not going to see changes really that quickly, but you will see them uh, over time. Primarily, I would say you'd probably start seeing some sort of, you know, uh, uptick, so to speak, after about four to six weeks. But you have to be on it constantly. So let's talk about really the key the key aspects, and I'm going to tell you two tools that you quite honestly, can use in order to monitor this growth. So this is for people that are, you know, have a business and have had a website for some time. And this is for people that really are going to start off maybe as a business or hobby or whatever the case might be that are going to put a, you know, a website um, uh, presence. So key, the key thing is keywords. Keywords are pretty much a scenario that you have to utilize on your site. So you have to, you know, as far as your site, it should pinpoint one of two things that you're trying to um, either sell or educate or whatever the case might be and implement those keywords into your website. So let's just say that you are uh, in the birthday business, right? And you have a birthday website. Well, your keywords would be birthday parties, birthdays, adult birthdays, kids' birthdays, sweet 16s, themed birthdays, you know, the list goes on and on. So how do you find, first of all, what people are typing in so you can strategically place them in your site as far as your descriptions and and what have you? First, you want to, uh, go the easiest way, and that is go on to Google. Now, the one thing that you'll notice with Google is the moment you put something on the search bar, let's just say, you know, for this example, birthdays. By the time you even get to the H in birthday, there's gonna be a list that drops right down. I'm sure that we have all seen it. Now, that list that you're about to see quite honestly tells tells you what Google is telling you, what people are typing in. Those are the type, the top request keywords uh, that people are typing in. So when you see that, take your notepad out, start writing them down, and then implementing them into your uh, page or site. The key thing that I want you to understand, going still with that birthday theme, 
If you have uh, an umbrella, such as in this case, birthdays, however, though, it has underneath that umbrella a couple of branches, right? So adult birthdays we talked about, kids' birthdays we talked about, themed birthdays, sweet 16s. Each one should be devoted to its own page. And so that way, by adding more pages with more specific keywords uh, in the description of each of those pages, well, your growth, like Google is going to see that and it is going to slowly elevate your site. So that is really a key thing to keep in mind in regards to that. Be descriptive. Don't be, um, don't overdo it with the keyword. So for example, let's just use the word sweet 16s. You're not gonna put sweet 16 in the description 20 times. You might probably, probably put it in there maybe once, twice, maybe three times at, at best. But you want to put it uh, in there uh, reasonably. And I want you to reread your copy so that way it sounds correct to you, but I also want you to think about this in the form of the you know, uh, potential person of interest that might consider your business or your service or your product, right? Because if it does sound like, you know, if you went on to somebody else's site and you were about to buy a service or a product and, and the description sounds choppy, most likely you're gonna, you're gonna sway away from that website or that product. You don't want to be that because you already have them in your site, you know, with interest, you know, so you want to keep them there. So again, go on to Google, just go on to the search bar, type what it is that you, you know, want to obtain keywords in, get your notebook out. Like I always say, always have a notebook handy, right guys? Put those in and then strategically place them into your site. The next thing that you want to do is your title tag and your meta description. Now, what is a title tag and what is a meta description? A title tag is, once again, if you go onto any search site, be it Google, Yahoo, Bing, once you type in whatever it is that you're looking for, well, there's gonna be a list of things that are gonna come about, right? So the first thing you're gonna see is a title and then underneath that, a brief description. Your title tag should reflect the keyword that describes the page that once that person clicks onto it, will lead them to. Again, going back to the birthday example. So if they're going into, if they type in adult birthdays, right, in the search, and let's say your site comes about, well, it should have on the title tag somewhere, you know, the best adult birthdays or whatever the case might be, or um, that, that keyword should be in that because it reflects the page. That also should um, reflect on the meta description. Now, what is the meta description, you might ask? Well, like we talked about, when you put something into a search engine, you're going to see a list of things. First thing that you see is a title, and then underneath that, a very brief, brief description. It should be about, uh, about say, a sentence or two. That keyword, uh, or those keywords, should be in the description. So that way, it tells Google that, oh, okay, the title tag, the description tag, and the actual page that's being directed to all match up. So it's a nice, nice, smooth flow. If you don't put those keywords in on your title tag or your meta description, it makes no sense if someone's typing it up on a search and it's saying something completely without those you know, key things. So if you put adult birthdays on a search, but it doesn't appear on the title nor the description, no one's gonna click onto your stuff. So that's a key thing to keep in mind. So make sure you have that keyword 
and make sure you have that uh, keyword in your title and your meta description. And again, going back to the page, it should be thorough in regards to what you're doing uh, in regards to that. Now, the two places that you can see your status is one called Google Search uh, Console, which is completely free, and Google Analytics. Now, the Google Analytics code is a code that you can simply implement into your site. Now, if you're familiar, you know, if you're a web designer, obviously you should already know this, but if you uh, are a beginner, um, there should be, depending on the uh, website software that you are using, something that would be like a widget that you can place an HTML code somewhere in your site. Now, when you place it in there, when your site is published, the public is not going to see it. It's just a code that is placed. It's primarily placed uh, on every single page of your site. If you're not familiar on how to do it just and someone else is constructing your site, they should know about this anyhow. But just say to them that you want to implement Google Analytics. Now, the reason for that is once you implement that, pretty much someone, you got to give it a day or two. What happens is when you go on to... Google Analytics, I will touch base on uh, Search Console for a second, Um, in a second, excuse me. Once you place that in, you're going to see specific statistics in regards to your site as to where people are, what people are looking at, the length of time that they're on there, where they're coming from, everything. It is right there. It's right there in a complete dashboard. So you know exactly what people are looking at, what they're not looking at what you may be wanting to emphasize a little bit more because you're also going to see the duration of time that they're on that page. So this is really a great, great uh, chalkboard into, you know, pushing the envelope on one way, maybe taking it easy on another page. So see what's working, see what's not working. Now, on the Google Search Console, which is another big database of uh about your site, not only are you going to see what people are uh, typing in in regards what the keywords are that people are typing in to your site, you're also going to see what keywords they're typing in and what page of your site it's going to. Hopefully that makes sense. Outside of that, you'll again have all the specific uh, details of your site. The key thing I want you to understand too, which is extremely vital, folks, is this, there is something called a site map. A site map is a directory of your site. Now, again, if you're familiar with it, fantastic. The key thing that I want you to be aware of is on the Google Search Console, it will ask you to submit your search, uh, your search map. Do it. If you update your site once in a while, update this, this, uh, excuse me, the site map and put it in the Google Search Console, you'll see it. Okay, because once you put that site map uh, in the Google Search Console, it gives Google a directory of your site. So it's broken down, making it easier for the person, uh, it would make it easier for Google to display your site correctly as it spiders through it, but also providing uh, a little bit more of an organized view of how your site is this, uh, displayed on a search. Um, the other thing I'm going to mention, another tool which is great, it's called Uber Suggest. Now, Uber Suggest is really fascinating. The reason why Uber Suggest is fascinating is that you can place any keyword or anybody's site into this Uber Suggest. 
not only are you, so if you have a competitor, you can type in their URL. And once you type it in, you'll see exactly what keywords are going where to what page of their site, you know, what's giving them, um, you know, what keywords are giving them traffic, so on and so forth. So really do study your competition. It is unbelievable in regards to it. Also, this Uber suggests we'll do something called uh, a site audit, which will it will spider through your site. It takes about three to five minutes and it will tell you what is correct or what needs to be fixed on your site. It is a phenomenal tool because it kind of keeps you up to date, you know, to, you know, if there's something that is wrong, if there's, you know, certain suggestions, like, you know, it's, um, there's not that much of a description, you know, there's like a, there's a low word count on your page. Like, you know, there's not that many words on it, which, you know, they're probably telling you, you know, make it a little bit more thorough. Um, if you're a blog post out there, guys, your blog should be uh, no little than 2,000 words. So that's a key thing. And that's something that Google kind of, you know, really uh, emphasizes on that. But the um, the Uber Suggest is so phenomenal because, again, not only will it educate you about your site, but it will also educate you on your competitor's site. So it's a great, great tool in that regard. So, um, guys, the only thing I'm going to tell you is do your homework, go onto YouTube, um, you know, look at certain people that, that know about SEO, you know, professionals, you know, uh, subscribe to them and study them and implement their stuff. I cannot emphasize that anymore, uh, because it is really something that changes, you know, in today's world with technology, things change literally at a moment's notice, but to be ahead of the game, these guys are, are pretty much experts, for the pure factor that they're doing the same thing and they're just kind of giving you, um, you know, their two cents. The one thing I will conclude on this is do not buy any certain service. Don't do it. Do it on your own. Again, I have to emphasize the beginning of this particular episode. It's not going to happen overnight. However, you will see changes as you go through. It's going to take about four to six weeks until you see it. Okay. But you will see it. Study Google Analytics, look into that. Study Google uh, Search Console, look into that. Study Uber Suggest, look into that. And take the right steps, and you should be doing pretty well on that. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Spread the good word, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.